What's up, guys? We're here to go over UFC 270 or 286, sorry, <laughs> Edwards versus Usman 3. And um, it's a pretty good card. Uh, there's a couple fights we lost so far that I would have been really looking forward to. Lerone Murphy versus Nathaniel Wood. Gunnar Nelson versus Daniel Rodriguez would have been a good fight. Um, but there's a lot of good fights on this card. Uh, you know, um, Daniel Rodriguez was, re was replaced with Brian Barberina, so. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> uh, really, I think if if this fight wasn't at you know the uh, I believe it's at the O2, right? Yeah, if it wasn't at the O2 Arena, I would say the fight that I'm most looking forward to on this card is Gaethje versus Fazeev. But it'll be pretty cool to see Leon Edwards fight Kamaru Usman at home. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's the best fight on the card since it's there. But I don't know if that makes sense. But it's always cool to see all these guys from over there, you know, fighting at home. And how the crowd is and everything. The crowds are always crazy over there. So, but uh, so yeah, um, two FC UFC two eighty five just happened. U uh, UFC Vegas seventy one hasn't happened yet. Um, didn't didn't win any money that night. I basically, I think I might have lost fifty bucks. I had two bets hit and two bets that didn't hit. Um, I had a play on Drickus Duplessis minus two hundred hit. And I had a two-man parlay on um, Bosserat and who was the other person? Pretty sad. I can't remember that. Um, it was Bosserat? Hold on, guys. I'm checking. It was Bosserat and uh, Gary. That's who it was. And it was a minus one fifty-five parlay. That hit, and then I had a, a small underdog play on Trevin Jones that didn't hit, and then I had um, a Rachmanov Shevchenko parlay that didn't hit, and then I like I said, I said I had like a I had like a fifty dollars that I put on gone even though I put pick John Jones to win uh, shouldn't have done that but I was just kind of doing that just so I could say I bet on him if he did win you know, <laughs> but yeah I mean I stand by. Um, betting against Cody Garbrandt, but, you know, Trevin Jones, just his own stupidity lost him that fight. He went out there and he didn't throw anything, and, you know, even when he did have Cody hurt with the last 30 or 45 seconds of the fight, he went to the ground with him instead of getting up and trying to finish the fight. So, um, you know, as soon as he did touch Cody, Cody was hurt, which kind of goes with what I'm saying. So probably the next person that Cody fights, I'm going to be going against him again, you know, but... um. Yeah, Trevin Jones, uh, yeah, he just, I mean, I, I think his coach burned off on him, you know, <laughs> but uh, his coach was pissed at him. But anyway, let's get into this card. Um, start down here at the bottom with uh, Chris Duncan taking on Omar Morales. Chris Duncan is a pretty exciting fighter, and uh, Omar Morales isn't a bad fighter either. Um Chris Duncan is 29 years old. He's 5'10 with a 71 and a half inch reach. He's 9 and 1, and this is going to be his UFC debut. 
Uh, he's coming off a win on his second attempt at the Contender Series. He got knocked out by uh, Vinces Borislav in his first attempt. And he was a big favorite there to win, I believe. And, you know, Borislav has proven to not have any takedown defense whatsoever So since then. Um, so that's not such a good look, although he made a really good account of himself in that fight, you know, before he got knocked out. Um, you know, he is really good. A lot of people are really high on him. Um, I love seeing, you know, Scottish guys and girls in the UFC because there's been so few of them. Uh, and, you know, he's moved over to American Top Team. He's made a lot of good changes. Um, he throws good leg kicks and kicks to the body. Uh, he does get hit a lot, you know, um. You know, he was close to getting finished on the contender series before he came back and got the knockout. And, you know, he was a tough guy, but he kept getting rocked over and over again. He's got heavy hands, you know. Um, just not good that every time we see him, you know, against tougher competition, he's getting rocked and, you know, or knocked out or, you know. I mean, I know he's only had one loss, but he's been rocked in two of the two of the four fights that I've seen of his. So, um yeah, but I, I find him to be super exciting, you know. Um, yeah, I wish all fighters kind of had his killer-be-killed style, so he's always fun to watch. Um, he's going to be taking on Omar Morales. He's 37 years old, 5'11", with a 74-inch reach. He's 11-3 and 3-3 and and in the UFC. Uh, he hasn't been the most active guy, but, you know, he's only lost to, like, really tough guys. Um, you know, he's very good. He's a big guy. Uh, you know, he's coming off his first KO loss of his career. You know, he was doing very well in that fight until he got caught, you know, and, and he was, that was against Euros Medic. Um, Medic is an amazing striker. You know, he's got, he's got really, he's really well-rounded, you know, with the striking. So it's, I don't think that's too bad of a look to go out there and be getting the better of the striking exchanges. And then, you know, yeah, he got caught, but it happens. Um, but, you know, Morales is, he has great high kicks. Um, he's got good striking, good counters. Uh, he has good takedown defense, and this is kind of a deal here where, you know, I want Duncan to win, but I'm going to be picking Morales, um, and I think he has a more well-rounded game. I think he's fought the tougher competition. Um, you know, Duncan's probably going to have the power advantage. I just think that Morales can, you know, use his wrestling if he needs to, uh, kind of giving him that X factor. And, you know, Morales also hits pretty hard, you know, and I can see him hurting Duncan on the feet, but, you know, if if... You know, if it was, from what I've seen, you know, if, if Morales can't get this victory here, I would say, you know, that's probably going to be closer to the end for him. You know, um, a lot of people are high on Duncan, but I, I mean, from what I've seen, you know, um, I, I don't quite understand what all the hype is about. I mean, I know he's exciting, but to see him get rocked a lot, you know, that kind of kind of tells a story that, you know, when he gets in here with these tougher guys, it could be a problem, but I'm rooting for him. I hope he wins, but I got to pick Omar Morales to win. Um, you know, as far as a method of victory, you know, I kind of want to say that he catches him, you know, wins by knockout, but I'm going to go with it. I'm just going to say he wins by TKO. Um, yeah, first round or second round TKO. Next up, we got Sam Patterson taking on Yano Oshmos. This is a pretty interesting, interesting matchup. <laughs> um, Sam Patterson is 26 years old, 6'3", with a 78-inch reach. Um, he's 10-1-1. This is UFC debut. He's coming off a big submission win in the Contender Series. He's a really tall guy for uh, for the lightweight division at 6'3", so 
You know, he's got a really long frame, long reach. I can guarantee you he's going to have the reach here. Uh, we don't have Osmos' reach on this, but I can guarantee you that <laughs> that uh, he's probably got like 8 to 10 inches of reach on him. Um, you know, he seemed like a slow starter. Uh, you know, he lost the first round on the contender series, you know, and then he kind of used his conditioning to take over in the second. Um, you know, seemed to be a pretty good grappler with good submissions. Um, then leave, he does leave his chin up in the air more than I would like. Um, you know, he backs out of the pocket with his hands down, so that kind of makes him easier to catch with a big punch, if you know, when he's fighting the right guy. Um, you know, he is on a nine-fight win streak right now, so that's really impressive. Um, I feel like the UFC is trying to give him you know, an easy layup fight here. And, you know, this Ashmo's guy is actually pretty good. You know, um, it's just the super, you know, height and reach advantage that he's got, you know, um, Sam Patterson has over him. But uh, Osmos is 27 years old. He's 5'9". We don't have his reach. Um, he's fought over in the PFL, so he's fought, you know, decent competition. It's a pretty good, you know, pretty good organization, pretty big organization. Um He's six and zero, and he's coming off a win in the PFL. So, you know, this is no easy fight for Patterson. Patterson will be the way bigger guy. Like I said, um, you know, he has really good, really good ground and pound, um, pretty good takedown defense. He's definitely a strong guy. He's really, you know, short and thick. Um, you know, he has good counter wrestling and trips. Uh, he has big power and good kicks. He throws wheel kicks. Um, you know, honestly, dude, I saw a lot more to like watching Osmos. <laughs> in his fight than I did watching the Patterson fights. But he's going to be at such a huge height and reach disadvantage, you know. I'm, it's hard for me to, to pick him, you know, based on what I've seen. And, uh, you know, I think Osmos has a good chance to get some wins in the UFC. But I got to go with Patterson, you know, with the home advantage and the reach advantage. And, you know, I'll say he wins by decision. But honestly, if Osmos figures out how to deal with the, um, you know, the height and reach disadvantage... Um, you know, he might destroy Patterson. He's a he's a very powerful guy, so you know, I wouldn't put it past him. You know, anything can happen in this sport, so next up we got Christian Leroy Duncan taking on Dusko Tordovic. And uh Leroy Duncan's a pretty good fighter, man. Uh he is twenty seven years old, six two. We don't have his reach. Um and uh, he's 7-0. and You know, all of his wins by, have been by finish. You know, he has a long amateur career, uh, too, with, you know, tons of finishes. Um, very exciting guy. You know, he had 25 amateur fights. Um, so he's got, you know, a lot of experience. Uh, you know, lots of power. He's very well-rounded. Good push kicks and high kicks. Um, you know, he's got a good straight left. He switches stances really well as well. Um, you know, he sets up his, spins ki his spin kicks that way when he's switching stances back and forth. Uh, you know, he's got, um, pretty good takedown defense, wasn't able to, uh, find much of his ground game from what I've seen of him so far. Um, you know, but he appears, he appears to be good everywhere. Uh, you know, he throws great elbows. Um, he's really fun to watch. I'm a really big fan of this guy's. I've been seeing him on cage warriors for a while. Uh, so I don't really, you know, I didn't really have to watch a whole bunch of tape on him. I pretty much, you know, know the scoop on this guy. Uh, and I'm very aware of how good he is. <clears throat> He's going to be taking on Dusko Tordovic. He is 28 years old. He is 6'1 with a 74-inch reach. He's 12-3 and 3-3 and 3 and 3 in the UFC. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time on Dusko here because I, I can't say he has the advantage anywhere here. But, you know, maybe the wrestling, 
Uh, he'll have to get the takedowns to win this fight for sure. Um, you know, he will. He's well rounded, but you know, I mean, he cannot stay on the feet with Duncan here. You know, I mean, Dusko gets hit a whole lot, so <laughs> and Duncan's very powerful. So, uh, looking at his record, you know, he's only beat kind of the the lower level guys in the UFC. You know, the Jordan Wrights and stuff like that. Um, I think Duncan uh, is the man right now. You know, he's going to get the win here, and he's he's being set up to get the win. They're trying to make a good you know a good prospect out of this guy. So. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch him win at home and see the crowd lose it. So I'm I'm going to go with Duncan by by KO. Next up, we got Jack Shore taking on Makwan Mirkani. And uh, Jack Shore is really good. Actually, you know, I was kind of blown away by how Ricky Simone handled him in his last fight, though, for sure. Um. Yeah, I think I had money on Shore against him. <clears throat> so Jack Shore is 28 years old, 5'8", with a 71-inch reach. He's 16-1, and one and he's 5-1 and one in the UFC. So Shore cost me some money, like I said, in his last time out. Um, yeah, I thought I thought he was a real deal. Ricky showed us that he was, he was instead. You know, Jack had nothing for him, which was pretty crazy. I don't know if it was just a bad night or... You know, Ricky's really just that stout, big, strong wrestler. So Jack couldn't just have his way with him like he did everybody else. Um, but, uh, you know, it was the fight with Timor Valiev that sold me on how good Shore is. Um, you know, he, he looked really great in that fight against a very tough guy. Um, you know, I'm sure he learned from the Simone loss and will look better than ever. Uh, you know, he has good wrestling, good takedowns. The striking's come a long way as well. He had striking looked very good in the Timor Valiev fight. Um, you know, he has he's a good size for the weight class. He has good power. Um, you know he definitely can use his cardio as a weapon as well. He's you know he's got really good cardio. He pushes a really strong pace. Um, you know this fight actually, according to Tapology, is going to be at featherweight. So so maybe he isn't going to be that big of a guy for the weight class. So Makwan just got beat by JSP and Jack Shore's game isn't much different than that. So you know he may strike more than GSP, but you know, I'm I, I'm pretty sure that uh. Yeah, I mean, Makwan might be the bigger guy here, so we'll see how he does. But uh, Makwan Amerikani is 34 years old. He's 5'10 with a 72-inch reach. He is 17-8 and eight and 7-6 seven and six in the UFC. Um, he's only won one fight of his last five, and uh, you know, he has good submissions. He's pretty well-rounded, but you know, I think Jack's going to be the better fighter here pretty much everywhere. Um, you know... Uh, and all it is up a weight class, you know. We'll see if Jack struggles with the size, but I don't. I don't think he will. You know, have any problems? Um, I'm gonna go with Shore by submission in round two. Next up, we got Muhammad Mokayev taking on Rafael Filo, and um, Muhammad Mokayev is 22 years old, five seven with a 70 inch reach. He's 8-0, and he's 3-0 in the UFC. Uh, so this guy is a star overseas, and he's kind of a star here too now. I'm a big fan of his. You know, he's he's super well-rounded, good striking, good wrestling. He's got lots of finishes, uh, mostly submissions. He applies tons of pressure. You know, um, he fights at a super high pace. He's really good. Um, you know, he barely takes any damage in his fights. Um, you know, if you're a prize picks better, um, you know, it's always an easy win, you know, on the number of takedowns because he usually gets tons of takedowns. 
but I'm not going to give out, you know, prize picks bets until they start paying me for it. So I need some sponsors. Uh, <laughs> he, he's got uh, he's got good submission awareness and defense. Um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't make his neck easy to guillotine when he's shooting all these takedowns. You know, he likes to wrap one leg up and hold your back up against the cage and, you know, just kind of pound you out from there or he'll scoop the leg and get the takedown. Um, and he always has tons of control time in every fight. So, you know, it's like I said, it's pretty easy to, if you've got those options to, to bet on him, cause he always kind of outdoes it. Uh, you know, but, uh, I think this might be his toughest fight yet. And though this is the, the, the Philo's UFC debut, but, uh, he is 29 years old, five, seven with a 68 and a half inch reach. So, you know, Makaya's going to still have, uh, you know, like an inch and a half reach advantage here. Um, Philo's 14-2, and two, and this is going to be his UFC debut. Uh, he's coming off a big finish on the Contender Series. Uh, he's very experienced. I think this guy, is, like I said, might be the toughest that Makaya's fought. Um, you know, this guy is a good Muay Thai, good Jiu-Jitsu. I, I think all of his wins are by, are by finish. Uh, he'll be giving up a little bit of reach here, like I said. Uh, probably won't probably won't matter much, but yeah, he's pretty good. He's a pretty good grappler himself. Um does a lot of body lock takedowns. He's a very strong guy. Um, I think this will be a pretty good fight, honestly. Yeah, he's got good submission defense as well. He throws good combinations. Um, yeah, he's a good fighter, but I don't see anything in his game that's going to be a problem for Makayev. Uh, you know, I'm going to be taking Makayev to win by um, probably a late submission round three you know, on this spot. And you know Makayev is going to be a giant favorite, so... Next up, we got Veronica Macedo taking on Juliana Miller, Killer Miller. Got one of her um, autographed gloves here sitting on my desk. So Macedo is 27 years old, 5'4", with a 64-inch reach. She is 6'4", and 1, and she is 1-4 and four in the UFC. So she doesn't look very good in the UFC. Her last fight was with a girl that was way bigger than her, though, and she was landing some good shots in you know that fight in the first round. And uh, that fight was also up at 135. But this fight's at 125. Um, but honestly, I think the UFC are trying to give you know my girl Juliana Miller the killer Miller the <laughs> just an easy good lineup you know in her first fight coming off the you know the Ultimate Fighter series contract and whatever. So. Although, you know, Macedo showed to be pretty tough, and she does have pretty good striking. Uh, she'll need to be able to stuff the takedowns here. You know, um, that's Miller's game. So, uh, Juliana Miller is 26 years old. She's 5'7", with a 66-inch reach, so she's going to have two two-inch reach advantage here. Uh, like I said, first fight since winning the contract on Tough. You know, she's the only reason I used to watch that show. I was kind of a fan of hers. Um She's a really good grappler with good jiu-jitsu. Um, you know, I think she's going to get the win here probably by sub or by decision. Um, you know, I wish – I've been bugging her. I've, I've messaged her on Instagram, commented on some of her stuff because I message a lot of fighters on Instagram and ask them about interviews, and some of them are nice enough to get back to me and talk to me, and they'll either tell me they don't have time or they'll tell me, yeah, they'll do it one day, and they'll, you know, they'll uh, – They'll, we'll set it up or whatever. I mean, I, I talked to Ian Heinish and he had agreed to do an interview and he said he would get back with me whenever he had some time. And, you know, it's been a couple of weeks, so I'm getting about to the point where I'm going to message him and remind him about it. I know he's a busy guy. I think he's got a fight coming up. So, but, uh, yeah, no response from Miller yet, but I don't care. I'm still a fan. Uh, I'm going to be picking her to win. <laughs> if 
by decision or by uh by sub whatever. Next up, we got Jai Herbert taking on Ludovic Klein, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty good fight. It's gonna be fun while it lasts. Anyway, grab some water real quick. So Jai Herbert is uh he's thirty four years old, creeping up on thirty five. He's six one with a seventy seven inch reach. He's a pretty long guy for the division. Uh, he's twelve and four and two and three in the UFC. He's a really exciting guy to watch. His striking's really, really good. Um, he's never in a boring fight except his last fight where he was like playing it super safe. Uh, you know, it was uh, this guy's good enough that he was actually really close to beating Ilya Taporia in their fight before he got knocked out. He had he had hurt Taporia a couple times, you know. Um, Got a really long frame for the division. Uh, he's going to have a five-inch reach advantage here. He's got strong leg kicks. Um, you know, very technical striker, very fast hands. Doesn't have the best takedown defense, but he does scramble and you know get back up well. You know, usually the first few times before he kind of can't can't do it anymore. Um, we saw that against uh, Anato Makano, um, but I don't believe he'll have to worry about takedowns in this fight. Uh, he's got good high kicks. That's what he caught uh, Taporia with. Um, he also hit him with some quick knees in that fight. You know, he played it safe in his last fight against Kyle Nelson. You know, he's not the best of competition, but you know, he does have knockout power, Kyle Nelson. So he kind of played it safe. You know, he wanted to didn't want to get caught again. Um, you know, and he got the win by decision. You know, just, he really fought super safe. You know, <laughs> it's not what we're no normally used to seeing out of him. Uh, you know, the only worry that I have with Jai is his chin. You know, we've we've seen him, you know, not just knocked out, but like badly knocked out, like cold, you know, like, you know how guys will get rocked and dropped and they're still there, you know, um, you know, when the ref's stopping it and they're kind of just a little bit out of it. Well, Jai, you know, has been knocked cold unconscious. So, um, you know, that worries me with him, not only for, you know, his health, but just for, you know, you know, he gets hurt, you know, and, uh, and the guy he's going to be taking on here is called Mr. Highlight. So, uh, Ludovic Klein is 28 years old, 5'7", with a 72-inch reach. So he's, you know, not much. Uh, he's about Taporia's size. He's just a lot thicker and bigger than Taporia. Uh, more of a natural lightweight than Taporia. So, you know, I could see Jai using that that kick and those knees up the middle on Ludovic. Um, but Ludovic is... Uh, Ludovic's 19 and four. He's three and two in the UFC. You know, and he came into the UFC with that huge head kick knockout of Shane Young. Uh, so everybody was really high on him, you know, and then he dropped a couple of fights and, you know, what his downfall in those fights were, if I remember correctly, was his cardio. He kind of slowed down and he struggled with the clinch a bit, um, you know, a little bit with the, with the grappling and with the submission defense. Um, you know, he goes to the body a lot with his kicks as well as, you know, he's just an amazing striker for sure. He's very fast, powerful, you know, with those good combinations. Um, he's going to be the bigger guy as far as muscle and power. You know, he showed in his last two fights that he's really worked on the holes in his game. Uh, you know, he's got better cardio now. You know, he beat a really tough guy in Mason Jones. Um, you know, I think he looks a lot better at 155 than he did at 145 where he, he lost a fight to Nate Landwehr because he kind of tired out. Probably could have been from the weight cut. He's a pretty big 145-er. Um, you know, his high, his high kicks, once again, are very fast and he counters very well. You know, at one point I wrote him off, but I'm back on board. You know, I think, I think with Jai's chin, the way it is, you know, I got to go with Klein. Um, I'm going to say KO round one. Um, 
I think Klein's got fast hands, and I would say, you know, if if Jai's if Jai hadn't been knocked out like he had been, you know, the few times in the UFC, you know, I'd probably be more comfortable picking him. But I've got to go with Ludovic Klein here. <clears throat> so next up, we got Jennifer Maya taking on Casey O'Neill, and uh, Jennifer Maya is thirty-four years old, five-four with a sixty-four inch reach. She is twenty nine and one and five and five in the UFC. Um, you know she's pretty good. She's uh, only lost to the girls at the top of the division. You know the Caitlin Chukagians and you know all that. And that's you know a lot of most most girls lose to Caitlin Chukagian. So and uh, Manon Faroe, I believe she lost to her. Um, yeah, she's very well rounded. She's got a pretty good ground game, good takedowns. She's got decent boxing. Uh, she won a round against you know Valentina Shevchenko. It's kind of like her claim to fame. You know <laughs> she got the takedown on that round and was able to uh, control her for that round. And, um, you know, she's a good veteran. She's been around a while. She fought all the tough competition, the way tougher competition uh, than her opponent. And uh, her opponent is Casey O'Neill, 25 years old, 5'6", with a 69-inch reach. So she's going to have five inches of reach here. So, you know, she's going to be the bigger girl. Um, she's 9-0 and and 4-0 and in the UFC. So she's good. She's undefeated. You know, everybody's picking her here. She's gotten a few good finishes. Uh, which is probably why everybody's making a big deal, you know, out of her. Um, she has good striking. She puts out good volume. She's uh, born in Scotland, but trains in Australia. Uh, she's really good. Uh, she some she somehow had a split decision with Roxanne Modafferi. I don't know. I think maybe the judges were just smoking crack that day. But um, you know, she has good power. She doesn't load up on her strike. She's got good straight shots. Uh, hasn't really fought very good competition yet, so that's the only thing that I would say for y'all to worry about if you're betting on this fight. Um, but honestly, you know, she's won mostly by finishes, so, you know, she's won how a good prospect should against the, you know, worst competition. Uh, Mile will have to get the takedowns to win this fight, and I wouldn't be surprised if she did get the takedowns and win, but I'm going to be picking, you know, the hot new prospect, you know, the one that's undefeated, uh, I'm going to say she wins by decision. I don't know if she's going to get a finish over a, you know, a veteran like Jennifer Maya. So next up, we got Jake Hadley taking on Malcolm Gordon. And uh, Jake Hadley is 26 years old, 5'7", with a 68-inch reach. He's 9-1 and 1-1 and one and one in the UFC. He made his debut against Alan Nascimento, a really good grappler, and he lost because he got out-grappled. And a lot of people get out-grappled by Alan Nascimento, so I ain't going to hold that against him, especially being his UFC debut. Um, but in his next fight, he looked amazing. You know, I'm really looking forward to seeing him fight at home. Uh, he's very fast. He has good striking defense. He blocks punches with his elbow. Uh, you know, he kind of, like, uses his elbow and brings it up to block punches coming out of his face. You know, it's really, really slick. Um, and, uh, you know, he has good kicks to all levels. He uses his jab very well. Uh, he throws good elbows and close. Uh, you know, he's got great cardio, and he actually is a good grappler. Uh, just, you know, Al Nascimento is just a little bit better, you know, but um, he has great submissions. He puts out tons of volume. You know, he's he's really fun to watch, and he's super talented, and I see why everybody was really hyped up on him coming into the UFC. Uh, and he's going to be taking on Malcolm Gordon. Uh, he is 32 years old, 5'7", with a 70-inch reach. Uh, he's 14-6 and six and 2-3 and three in the UFC. And, you know, not, I know a lot of people used to talk a lot of shit about Gordon, you know, um, but he actually is a good fighter. You know, if, you, if you've watched all his fights leading into the UFC and stuff, uh, you know, and he did make a good account of himself against uh, Mokhaev as well, I thought, you know. Um, 
he had nothing but finishes before coming to the UFC, which is why I like him. You know, he was really on a roll, you know, and he just hadn't been able to put it together in the UFC quite as much. Uh, he's a very powerful guy for the weight class, and he's very well-rounded. You know, he has good submission. Um, you know, he hasn't had, you know, too many easy fights. Uh, you know, he's had, let's see, some of the people he's fought. You know, he fought Amir Abazi. You know, that's a really tough fight. Uh, Suma Darji is a slick puncher. You know, not the best look now, but at the time he was a big deal. Uh, you know, he beat Francisco Figueredo, uh, Dennis Bondar. That was like a Dennis Bondar's arm got elbow, came out of socket or something, you know, and he lost to Makayev. So, you know, his losses aren't to, you know, horrible people. Um, you know, he's got good ground and pound. Uh, he's not a bad wrestler. But, you know, with all that said, you know, um, Malcolm will have to get the takedowns if he wants to win this fight. Hadley's going to be, you know, way faster on the feet. Um, I got to pick Hadley to win. I'm going to say he wins by decision, but I'm kind of secretly rooting for Gordon <laughs> unless I uh, decide to put money on Hadley. I imagine he'll be too big of a favorite for me to for me to get anything going on him. Uh, I might have him in, you know, a big parlay or something, but, yeah, we'll see how it, how it turns out. And uh, next up, we got Gunnar Nelson taking on Brian Barberina. And uh, yeah, Gunnar Nelson, um, 34 years old, uh, 5'11 with a 72-inch reach. He's 18-5-1 and 9-5 in the UFC. Uh, I was super happy to see him finally come back last year. Uh, he's really talented. He's got good grappling, world-class uh, jiu-jitsu. Um, he's a black belt and some kind of like karate that... It's a different kind of karate, kind of version of karate that from over there where he's from in Iceland. You know, I'm not sure on the name of it. What it's called? It's been too long since I since I've heard the name. But uh, you know, we haven't seen many people from Iceland, you know, in the UFC. Uh, you know, he uses his wrestling to win in his last fight. He usually tries to use his wrestling, you know, pretty well. Um, and I honestly expect expect this fight to look a lot like his and Barbarina's last fight. Um, you know, him using his wrestling to get the takedowns and probably, you know, coming out on top. So, Ryan Barmarina is 33 years old, six foot tall with a 72 inch reach. So, their reaches are the same here. He's 18 and nine and nine and seven in the UFC. Uh, he's a good veteran. You know, he thrives in, you know, wild, wild fights and brawls, you know, but. Yeah, you know, he struggles with, you know, grappling and his takedown defense isn't very good. And uh, you know, so I've got to go with Nelson here. I'm gonna say he gets a submission, probably a round two, rear naked choke. Uh I expect this fight to look like, you know, his last fight with RDA, you know, um pretty pretty easily taken down and controlled. Uh definitely. I mean he brought Arena's fun to watch. You know, when you put him in there with a good strikers, you know, he'll he'll go to war with them. But I think he's going to get taken down here. And I know Gunner's a big favorite, so we'll see if I can let you all know what my bets are at the end of this. Uh, so next up, we got Joanne Wood taking on Luana Carolina. And uh, Joanne Wood is 37 years old. Man, I didn't realize she was 37 now. 5'6 uh, with a 65 and a half inch reach. She's going to be giving up a few inches of reach here. She's 15 and 8 and 7 8 in the UFC. You know, she's been around a long time and I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, she's well rounded, but she's on a bad run. Right now, she's only won one of her last five. You know, she's kind of become like a gatekeeper for the top five of the division. You know, all the top girls are going through her. Um, she's fought everyone, you know, way better competition. Uh, you know, she has pretty good hands, you know, um, you know okay takedowns. 
know, I wouldn't say she's super high level with the wrestling and grappling, but she's good enough to where she can use it, you know, if given the opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of torn on this fight at first, but, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> so Luana Carolina is 29 years old, 5'6", with a 69-inch reach. She's going to have a couple inches of reach here. Um, she's 8-3 and three and 3-2 three and two in the UFC. You know, uh, Woods is a big favorite on Tapology here. And uh, I'm going to be picking Carolina. I like her Muay Thai. She's younger. She's improving. Um, I'm staying away from this fight. I'm picking, you know, Carolina to win. But I'm rooting for uh, for Joanne for sure. Um, and that's why I'm staying away from it because uh, I am a big Joanne fan and I want her to win. Uh, but, you know, with the picks, I've got to be honest. So <laughs> I'm going to pick Carolina to win. I'm going to be rooting for Joanne, and I'm not going to put this in a parlay or anything so I can root for Joanne and not feel bad about it. Uh, so uh, next up, we got Marvin Vittori taking on Roman Delice. This is another really good fight on this card. Uh, Roman, is uh, he's a bad man. You know, um, I had my doubts about him, so he, uh, he's really proven it. Uh, Marvin Vittori is 29 years old. He's six foot tall with a 74-inch reach. He's 18-5-1 and one, and 8-4-1 and one in the UFC. This is going to be a crazy fight. You know, it's a good matchup. Marvin is very well-rounded. You know, he's fought for the title. He's a really tough guy. He's got good striking. Not a whole lot of knockouts. Um, I don't know if he had a bunch before the UFC, but I don't think he's knocked anybody out in the UFC. Uh, he can use his wrestling, you know, when he, when he needs to. Um, I'm not going to say he's, like, super skilled at wrestling and grappling, but he's well-rounded, you know, and he can use it, you know, um, he can definitely exploit people that don't have good wrestling. You know, I'm not saying he doesn't have good wrestling. I'm just saying that he's not like the super high level, but he can use it, you know, against people that, that uh, you know, don't have it. But Delice definitely has it. Um, you know, um, he's, he's fought all the top guys in the division. You know, he's been at the top of the division for a long time now. You know, he's got five-round cardio. He pushes a crazy pace, you know, um, on guys, and that, that could definitely benefit him in this match. You know, um, it would definitely benefit him a lot more if this was a five-round fight, but, you know, it's not. But uh, he's going to be taking on Roman Delice. He is 34 years old, 6'2", with a 76-inch reach. He's going to have a couple inches of reach here. Um, he's 12-1, and one and he's 6-1 and one in the UFC. You know, and Roman's very good. He's got huge power. Um, he's a really good wrestler and grappler. He has great submissions. Uh, he's been an underdog in like his last, I don't know how many fights. I know he was an underdog. He was an underdog against Dawkins. He was an underdog against Phil Hawes. He was an underdog against Jack Hermanson. And he finished all those fights very quickly. Very impressive. You know, um, throws good elbows in the clinch. Uh, fights mostly southpaw. He's got uh, good sweeps. He's a very good counter wrestler. Um, you don't see him going too much to his wrestling until people start trying to take him down. Then he kind of reverses and sweeps them and stuff. Uh, but he really approved himself last time out being a guy like Jack Hermanson. Um, you know, and he outgrappled him. You know, he doesn't put out a ton of volume, but he makes up for that with his power. And uh, I really wish he would use, you know, his world class, you know, world class grappling more. He's so good when he uses it. Um, he's also, you know, really dangerous off of his back. He'll switch from one submission to another. You know, back and forth repeatedly until he finds something. He got that calf slicer, and then, you know, he caught Hermanson in the calf slicer and had basically his back with his legs trapped in the calf slicer so he couldn't get away, and he was just pounding him out, you know, and got the finish. Um, 
You know, the only worries I've had about about him have been his cardio, which I think he's worked on a bit. He's looked like his cardio is a little bit better in his past few fights, even though, you know, they haven't been going the distance, so we don't know for sure. But, um, you know, and his volume wasn't very good. But other than that, he's pretty solid. Um, he's he's going to have his work cut out for him here because I don't think Vittori has been finished by anyone. Um, tapology, everybody's going with Vittori, but I'm going to go with Delite here uh, by submission. I think he's going to, you know, have to use his grappling, you know, and either get a sub or win by decision uh, by control time. You know, I'm done doubting this guy. He's really good. Uh, and, you know, Vittori's been at the top of the division for a while, and maybe it's somebody else's time, and maybe that's why they're pushing, you know, Delice so up so fast. Um, you know, um, this is a guy who's been calling out Kamzat Shemaev. You know, he's really, he ain't scared of anybody, especially with the grappling. He's so good. So really looking forward to that fight. And, uh, We'll be picking Delice by submission. Next up, got an awesome fight. Justin Gaethje taking on Rafael Faziv. Uh, Justin Gaethje is 34 years old. He's 5'11 with a 70-inch reach. He's 23-4 and four and 6-4 six and four in the UFC. And this guy's one of my favorite fighters. Uh, he's been in the top of the division for, you know, for a while now. You know, he's fought all the toughest guys. He's fought for a title twice, I believe. Um, you know, he's always in wars, you know, he's never in a boring fight. Uh, this is, this is, this one should be a wild fight. Should be really good. Uh, he's taking on one of the best strikers in the UFC right now in Fazeev. Um, you know, uh, Gaethje's got heavy hands. He's a pretty good striker. Uh, he's pretty wild at times. You know, he can take a lot of punishment. Um, you know, he has a bit of a wrestling background. He was a division one wrestler. Um, not that he ever really uses it, you know, um, he throws hard leg kicks. He's very effective with them. He throws a lot of hooks and power punches. You know, he'll load up on his shots real bad. And, you know, he's, he can do it for, he can absolutely do it for five rounds. So, you know, nothing against him for that. Um, you know, he's very fast with his counters. You know, his coach is Trevor Whitman. You know, he's a very, very good coach and a very decorated fighter himself. Uh, you know, the only thing I worry about for him is when all the wars that, you know, Justin's been in is going to start catching up to him. Uh he takes a lot of damage as well, you know, and he he gives it out too, but, you know, I don't think it's caught up to him yet. I just worry for him, you know, down the road in the future to when, you know, all these wars are going to catch up to him, you know, and, and, you know, his chin might go away. And I just don't want to see that for him because I'm a super big fan of his. Um, he's going to be taking on Rafael Faziv. He's 30 years old. He's 5'8 with a 71 and a half inch reach. He's going to have an inch and a half reach advantage. Uh, he's 12-1, and one, and he's 6-1 and one in the UFC. This guy is one of the best strikers in the sport of MMA right now. I really respect him a lot. Um, you know, he's really amazing to watch. Fazeev, uh, you know, he first took up Muay Thai, like, at, when he was, like, 11 or 12 years old. Uh, you know, and Fazeev's also trained in combat sambo, boxing, jiu-jitsu. I believe he's one of the coaches at Tiger Muay Thai. Um, you know, he's a world champion Muay Thai fighter. He's going to he's gonna have... Uh, you know, he throws he throws really hard leg kicks. Uh, you know, he throws crazy spin kicks as well, and they're super fast. A whole variety of kicks, really. Uh, you know, front kicks up the middle as well. Um, throws long combinations. You know, when they're necessary. Uh, once people come in, he'll fucking you know throw three or four punch combinations real fast. Um, he counters very well. He stays very calm. You know, he doesn't overexert himself. And you know, honestly, all the questions I had about him were answered. You know, in the in his last fight, in the RDA fight. Uh, you know he stuffed the takedowns. I, I know he. I know he got takedown briefly in the in the uh, Rudell fight, but he got right back up. 
I'm not, I'm just not sure if, if he's ever been taken down that many times in the UFC. Uh, yeah, can't remember. But um, he went into the fifth round in that fight, and he got the finish in the fifth round. So, you know, that showed me that he's the whole package, man. You know, if, if you ask me and, you know, um, if RDA wasn't able to get to get the takedowns on him, you know, Justin wouldn't be able to either. Not that he's really going to try. Uh, I'm going to be taking Fazeev here. You know, I wish this was a five-round fight. I think that would be, you know, fun if it was five rounds. Um, you know, I'm saying Fazeev's probably going to, you know, win by decision. I think he'll, he's way more technical and he'll land the bigger shots. Uh, Justin's been wobbled quite a bit in his last few fights, so I could see some moments in there for Fazeev that would sway the judges. You know, maybe Gaethje lands more, but Fazeev, you know, rocks him in every round or drops him. And, you know, uh, I don't see him finishing Justin. No, Justin's really tough. So, next up, we got the main event. Leon Edwards taking on Kamaru Usman for the third time. Um, now, Leon Edwards is 20-3. and He's 12-2 and in the UFC. 31 years old, 6'2", with a 74-inch reach. Uh, Usman's going to have two inches of reach on him. Um, you know, this guy's the man. You know, he shocked the world, head kick heard around the world. And it was funny because I was actually watching that fight that night and you know, I watched it all the way into like the fourth round and, you know, Kamara was just taking him down and whatever. And I was just kind of bored with it. And I was like, I'm going to bed. It's a long night. You know, it's pretty late. So I went to bed and then I woke up the next day and checked, you know, what checked everything and saw that Leon had won and knocked him out in the fifth round. So I was blown away by that. And it was really cool to see, you know, it was like really touching to see, you know, him get that win. You know, you see guys, you know, picking their kids up when he knocked out Usman and hugging them and, you know, just everybody. It was just, it was really cool, man. You know, um, I'm a big fan of Leon Edwards for sure. He's a really good striker. He's a way better striker than Kamaru Usman. Um, and he has good takedown defense. He's, you know, Usman's very good wrestler, so he's able to get the takedowns on pretty much anybody. Um, you know, and, and Leon's very tough. You know, we've never really seen him, you know, very hurt in a fight. He's got good cardio for the five rounds. His power carries over to fifth round. Um, He's gonna be taking on Kamara Usman, who is twenty and two, thirty-five years old. He's six foot tall with a seventy-six inch reach. Uh, I think I said he's gonna have a couple inches of reach. Um, you know, he's he's fifteen and one in the UFC, and you don't see a lot of people with records like that. Um, he's a very good wrestler. He has powerful shots. His striking's come a long way. Uh, he's coming off his first knockout loss to this man, you know, Leon Edwards, and. You know, this is tough because I'm a big Leon Edwards fan and I hate having to pick against, you know, my, you know, the guys that I'm big fans of because I've, I've never really, I respect Kamaru Usman, but I've just never been a really big fan of him. I know how good he is. You know, at first I wasn't convinced until he knocked out Masvidal and Burns and, you know, um, and he was winning, you know, the, the fight the last time out. You know, he was, he was controlling them. He was getting the takedowns. And Leon was looking very lost, you know, and uh, so it's, it's hard for me to, to sit here and, you know, say I've got to pick Usman, you know, um, to get the takedowns, but I'm rooting for Edwards, and, um, you know, Edwards is probably going to end up being a pretty big underdog, so I'm probably going to end up doing the same thing I did <laughs> last week, and I'm going to pick Usman to win, but I'm going to put a small small bet on on uh, Edwards, you know, like I did with Cyril Gone. I put 50 bucks on Gone just to say, just so I can say I did, you know. Um I got to pick Usman to win. Um, I hope Leon Edwards wins. I hope he knocks him out again. Uh, you know, this thought was funny because they're all giving all that talk about Kamaru Usman before the last fight being the greatest welterweight of all time. And, 
all this stuff and you know you got knocked out and that's what all that stuff going to your head does to you you know um so uh, i'm really looking forward to the fight and uh rooting for edwards i'm probably gonna put a little bit of money on him but being real with y'all i'm gonna i'm picking this one to win but uh you know don't do what i do so <laughs> anyways guys is uh that's all my picks for this card um as far as bets go right now i've got Got a play on Rafael Faziv at minus 225. I caught that a few days ago. It's two units. I got a play on Ludovic Klein at minus 160. That's three units. Um, I got a I got an underdog play on Roman Delice. It's just half a unit. I've got a Shore and Nelson parlay. Um, I didn't write down what what the line was on it. I think it was like I think it was like minus 160 something. Oh, minus 165, there it is. And that's half a unit on that. And um, so I'm. Uh, that's what I got so far. If Omar Morales winds up being a big underdog, I might put um, I might put half a unit on him as well. And I'm debating on a play on Leroy Duncan. Uh, I know he's on at one of these books. He's minus 198 right now, which is a pretty good line on him. Uh, and if I, do, if I do add those, I'll probably just add... Um, half a unit on each of those. And uh, I'm going to go tell y'all now that it's just a future line. I went ahead and put um, half a unit on Arnold Allen down the road for his fight with Max Holloway. Uh, it's plus 130 right now on, on uh, which book is that on? I think, I think it was on Bovada. I don't know. I used two or three different books. Uh, so, but um, I think it was on Bovada. You know, the reason I did that is because, you know, um, I'm a huge Max Holloway fan. Uh, I've, I've had money on him in the second and third, you know, Volkanovski fight. I thought he won the second one. He looked horrible in the third. And, you know, he didn't even look that good against Yair Rodriguez when they fought. You know, I know he got the win, but it was a close fight, and I thought he could have lost. Uh, so he's, he seems to have slowed down quite a bit, you know, and uh, that's the only reason I'm going against him. I'm a big fan of his, but I'm also a big Arnold Allen fan, and i got to give credit where it's due. So I think Ar Arnold Allen's a beast, and he's on a roll right now. Uh, so I'm going with Arnold Allen. I think he is going to deserve a title shot here pretty soon. So uh, Other than that, man, I appreciate you guys. Please like and subscribe. Um, as always, uh, don't forget to check out Chris Lytle's podcast, Lights Out Podcast. Um, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm, I'm saying it because I enjoy the podcast and, and I consider him, you know, a friend now. He, he was nice enough to do an interview with me. Y'all should check that out. It's on my channel. Um, he's a super nice guy. He's one of my favorite fighters, you know, growing up. His show is really good. Got all the old guys from the UFC back in the day. They tell all kinds of crazy stories, talk about what it was like at the beginning of the sport. Uh, they talk about fighting over in Japan. Um, it's really cool. So I, I don't get paid for this. I'm doing it because, uh, I, I like Chris Lytle and I like his show, so I'm not getting paid for that. I'm just <laughs> I'm putting it out there because I enjoy it and I, I want other people to enjoy it too. So appreciate you guys, man. Thank you very much. Uh, like and subscribe. See y'all later, man. Y'all have a good one.